Hey friends, super excited you're here. Welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur to episode number two, why you should care about God-led life transformation and four steps to get started, aka the IPTC formula. (laughs) So what is this episode about? I'm going to walk you through today about why you should care what God-led life transformation is and what your faith has to do with your career, family life, or finances, as well as the steps to get started, no matter where you are on your personal journey of faith. So, I can't wait. Let's get going. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser-focused on aligning your life with God, and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Before we get into today's episode, just tell me one thing. Is this you? You're a Christian and you love God. You are worshiping Him with all your heart. But when you go back to work, when you go back to your life from Monday to through Saturday, there is a huge disconnect. You feel like you're living a secret identity or you feel somehow alone on this journey. You know there are other Christian entrepreneurs or employees just like you who can connect with you and inspire you, but you just wonder where they are. Now, this is why I created my 100% free Facebook group and I want it to be a community of like-minded people encouraging each other and inspiring each other on their journey. I'm in there as well. I'm committed to help you with the hurdles you might encounter in your personal transformation and I would love you to join the group. Now, like you, I'm tied to of groups where people just join to spam, sell or brag. So let's make sure that this group is going to be different. Let's make sure that it's fun, easygoing and inspiring. Come along. Um, There will be also lots of giveaways. You can win coaching sessions, but you can also post in there and it will be private. Um, I really look forward to do this together with you. You can find the group on Facebook. Just type in Moonshot Entrepreneur under groups and you will find also the link in the description of this episode if you should have any trouble finding it. So if you're here for growth and personal life transformation, this is certainly a community you absolutely want to be part of. So don't wait around. Okay, so let's kick off this episode. We will cover today why in the world you should even care about God-led transformation. And yes, it is a thing. I know you didn't hear about it probably too often, but it surely is a thing. And I will tell you all about it. And I will also share with you the four steps for 
your personal Godlet transformation, aka the IPTC formula. So step number one is I for inventory. Step number two is P for prayerful submission. Step three is T for transformation goals. And step four, C for commit. Okay, so these are the four steps we're going to cover. You're going to love this. Be sure you've got your notebook and pen because we are going to get deep. So let me get, begin with why I even want to talk to you about God-led transformation. Well, the reason is simple. I have gone through transformation and I'm still going through uh, a transformation and that's why I want to share my story with you. I was born and raised in a Christian household. But apart from my parents and people from church, I never ever heard anything good about Christianity. And as a child and even as I grew up, that sort of bothered me. I never heard anything good about Christianity at school. Peers made fun of my faith. And also in my professional life, I never spoke about my faith because I heard all these jokes and disrespectful remarks from people um, in general who just felt somehow hostile against the church or maybe against people from church. I heard remarks like from colleagues who were good friends of mine, um, something like, how could anyone with any IQ ever follow Jesus? And everyone else was laughing. So you can imagine um, perhaps that I wasn't feeling really nice about that. Um, and I never quite knew how to handle this. I didn't know how to react when people mock Christ and my default solution was to keep quiet and not to speak about my faith at all. But deep down, I somehow felt a huge disconnect. The more I got to know God, the more I felt like I'm a hypocrite. I mean, everyone can talk about anything they like. People are football superfans and they come with their caps and whatnot and, and other fan articles, I would say, um, and everyone is accepting of them. But this was not quite the same when it came um, to faith, or that was my perception at least. And there was one side of it, and the other side of that same coin was that I never proactively sought God when it came to making a career decision, for example. Sure, I prayed, uh, after I applied for a job. Um, and so I think I was pursuing an ambition in a purely worldly way. God was not really in that for me, in that decision. I never asked him. I never bothered even to bring it in prayer to him. And for you, this might be different. Um, you might bring everything to God or on the other hand, you might be having a bad conscience because you feel ambitious or you want to have a career. But I think all these approaches um, get something wrong. And though I heard a million times that my faith should apply to my life, I never quite could see the relation. I didn't know how to put that into practice. And my professional life is, is just one example of a life area which truly was in disconnect. I mean, there were also other areas which were out of sync um, and which I had to clean up over time to get more into the person God wants me to be. So 
The question in the beginning, why should you even care for God-led life transformation? Why is this even a thing? Now, here's my answer to that question. If you really, truly believe that Jesus died for your sins, don't you think that it matters to him how you live? I mean, we read in the Bible about this specific verse, um, which says, Jesus says, Jesus is speaking in that verse, and he says, many people will call me Lord, Lord, but I never knew them. And in the end, he says, depart from me. And he is actually speaking to the fact that there is a disconnect between what they think they believe and how they live it out. If we believe something, or not something, if we believe in Christ, there should be some sort of change in our life. Change which is evident, not just to us, to the outside world, to everyone we come in touch with. There shouldn't be a question of, are you a Christian? Really? I didn't know it, even though I've worked for you the past 10 years. There shouldn't be a question like that. And now I get it. There are countries where there is persecution to a level which we cannot imagine, um, where the government is seeking to destroy people um, who profess to be Christians. But I believe that most of us um, who are listening, or most of you who are listening to this podcast, um, might not be living in that same situation. And my question is, or my challenge is really, think about your own life. Um, and this is not to bash you or shame you. And it's not about becoming a weird person and yelling at your co-workers or even uh, perhaps at your unbelieving spouse, you are all going to hell. This is not what I mean. What I mean is we should be like the wise man building his house on a solid foundation. Uh, the parable of Jesus, um, which says that the wise man built his house on the rock and not on the sand. Because when you build your house on sand, you will eventually see how it comes crashing down. And in my life, I had different experiences where I built things and stuff on sand rather than on God. And it just came crashing down. It, it got totally destroyed. And you can hear even more about that in episode number one, where I tell you my life story. But for the time being, just know that... Um, if you are truly a follower of Christ, a God-led life transformation is just part of who you are. I mean, just think about all those biblical heroes we talk about in church, we hear about in the Bible, um, we read about, be Paul, who had a total transformation, um, be other people, Peter, for example, and many others who just had to absolutely change into an entirely different picture, into an entirely different version of themselves um, in order to bring glory to God. And this is what it's ultimately about. Is your life bringing glory to God? And if your answer is yes, then good for you. If your answer is not yet, um, then you absolutely must attempt to change your life upside down. And there are two ways to go about it, one right way and one wrong way. The wrong way would be to go about this in your own strength and the right way is to partner with God. 
Okay, so this is why you should care about God-led life transformation. I believe it's part of every Christian's walk of faith or walk journey of faith. Now, um, but how do you get there once you've made up your mind that you really need to have life transformation? Well, here's the thing. Like with anything else in life, you need to take action. And sometimes this action is messy action and you need to begin somewhere. So to make things easy for you, I came up with the IPTC formula, um, which is an acronym. Um, which I shared at the beginning of the show. Um, and I help these steps help you to, first of all, find out where you should attempt to make changes first and to prayerfully submit these things to God. Now, let's start with the first step. Step number one is I for inventory your life. So inventory your life. What do I mean by this? Now, every one of us is busy and every one of us thinks that they have one life. Well, while that is true, all of us have different hats on. And I think each of these hats or buckets is a life area. So what we want to do is reflect on each and every life area we have and write down specific examples of where we feel a disconnect with what we know to be true about Christ and what he calls us to be or who he calls us to be. Now, what do I mean by a life area? I said there are different life areas. Let me give you an example. For example, um, I'm not just a businesswoman. I'm also a mom. I'm also a spouse. Um, I have a health Um, I have finances, which I need to take care of. I'm part of a community of a church. I have friends. Um, So there are these different buckets or life areas. And every time I'm having a slightly different hat on. But it doesn't matter which hat I'm having on. What matters is, no matter which hat I'm having on, am I representing Christ? Am I giving glory to Christ? Am I doing what Christ calls me to do in each of these areas. So do one thing, um, take a sheet of paper and write down your past week as good as you can remember it. Now, if you're having difficulties with this step, you can also just monitor for one week what areas or buckets you live in during that week. So um, let me give you an example. Let's say you are part of a neighborhood group organizing some sort of fundraiser. And for that fundraiser, um, you are baking cookies or muffins together with other people from the neighborhood. You guys come together and do this um, for the next couple of weeks. Of course, not for always, but for the next couple of weeks. Now, this would be one of the buckets um, which you live in or where you live in, your community bucket, your neighborhood bucket. Um, And the same goes uh, for other things. Let's say after that you go to work. Now, obviously you would have a professional bucket, but you might also have 
buckets on team levels. Maybe you are a different um, kind of person in an environment, in a collaborative environment um, where you are with people on a project which you like. And then there's another project which you simply hate and you hate the people even. So um, there would be another bucket. And just for the, as a first step, just take an inventory of your different buckets and write down specific examples of where you see a disconnect with who you are called to be. Now, to give you an example here again, let me come back to the example um, with, with baking, you being in the, bake, in the neighborhood and baking cookies. Now let's say you bake these cookies together with other people um, and let's say Sally is getting on your nerves. She's getting on your nerves all the time. Uh, she doesn't clean up. She comes late um, and, you, and also you don't know, uh, you, you don't like the way she talks. And so every week after you meet her, you go back home and then you just gripe and complain about Sally to your spouse. And you just, yeah, you just keep um, judging her and making fun of her and, and just being um, upset about her all the time. Now, at some point, when you reflect on that, you might feel quite a disconnect with how God calls you to be. So for example, if this is me, I might feel a disconnect and say, well, maybe there is another way I should react to Sally. Perhaps I should, first of all, stop griping about Sally and stop um, judging Sally and being a bad example also at home, uh, speaking bad about Sally behind her back and thinking bad stuff about Sally. So, um, so for, as a first step, just take an inventory of your life, write down the buckets and write down specific examples of where exactly you see the disconnect. Then step number two is prayerfully submit. Prayerfully submit. Why prayer? Because we need Jesus to transform our lives. It's impossible to transform it by ourselves. So prayerfully submit each and every area to Christ and uh, thank him, first of all, for showing you that there is a disconnect um, and then ask him to show you how you can use these situations, these training examples to get closer to God, to get closer to the person he wants you to be and ask him to show you where to start, where you should begin. And then pay attention to where he's nudging you um, to take your first steps. And then step number three is transformation goals. T for transformation goals. Now this is the step where you go to that one area which Holy Spirit has prompted you um, to go to or to start with and think about it once more. Um, what are your transformation goals? How can you um, make things different? How would Jesus react or Jesus want you to react in these situations? So let me come back to my example with Sally. 
I, let's say, God prompted me to um, really change this area in my, my neighborhood bucket um, where I keep having that huge disconnect from the person God wants me to be. How can I do things differently? And here is where I really need to spitball together with God, I would say, um, in my prayer time, in the Bible, in the Bible portions I read, engaging with other Christians um, and do some brainstorming myself. And then I come up with new solutions of handling that situation. For example, um, I could commit to pray every time I have a bad thought about Sally. I will pray for Sally, first of all, um, that she might be able to find love and respect from me on one hand. And on the other hand, I might also pray for myself that God would help me to take my thoughts captive and not to think bad about Sally. And then I could also um, resolve to speak to Sally. I could resolve to tell her um, what her coming late does to the group in a respectful and loving manner. And I could ask her if there is anything which is hindering her from coming a bit earlier. And then she might tell me that, yes, actually, she has to pick up her ki kid from kindergarten or from nursery school. And that's why she is late. Now, perhaps I can offer her then to pick her up from her home so that we all can start on time. Or at the very least, I can at least have some understanding when she is late and stop being annoyed because of that. Okay, so um, in this step, I would write down for that area as many as possible transformation goals. And then step number four would be to commit to check back. I mean, you know it certainly from all the other goals you have in your life, from all those nice New Year's resolutions which never get done. The thing is that we need commitment. So um, step number four is C for commitment, the commitment to check back. Now, right now, you have written down all these good points, but write down to next to each of these points when you're going to implement it. Write down a date. And I really mean it. Write down the date of your next uh, baking sale or whatever when you will see Sally next. And just write down a date next to it so that you will know if you have implemented it. And also put that date in your smartphone. If you're listening to Apple Podcast, I know that you have your smartphone with you right now. So put a reminder in your calendar and commit to check back. Commit to check back if you have um, really stuck to your transformation goal. And if not, um, if you find out, if you come to a date, uh, a reminder, and you find out that you haven't, do something about it. Commit to do something about it. So these are the four steps. First of all, let me wrap it up. Number one, inventory your life. Number two, prayerfully submit. Number three, transformation goals. Write them down. 
And number four, commit to check back. Now, one word of advice, an important word of advice, do not overcommit, okay? So pick one life area and one transformation goal and start with that. And to up your game and get accountability, go share your result over in our Facebook group in the community. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, this community is the place where you would want to be part of because we want to encourage each other and inspire each other. And by sharing, you are enabling that. So go to Facebook, um, the group Moonshot Entrepreneur, and let me leave you with a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for all the people who committed today to make a change in their life. Thank you, Lord, that you are the best example in our life, the ultimate example we all need to follow. I pray, Lord, that you would oversee all the people who committed to make a change and that you would oversee each and every step, guide, encourage, and inspire. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, I hope this has helped you and blessed you in some way. If you liked it, you absolutely need to join uh, the free Facebook group, post your selected life area and transformation goal, and also let us know, let the group know how your transformation is going on, what you're struggling with, and where you're being successful. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.